At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Rolling through the program with us on the Monday edition of the program. Big takeaways. I started off uh, the first hour of the program talking about this. I think Alabama should be at this point in time a prohibitive favorite to win the college football playoff. I think they are the best team that we have seen in college football this year. Uh, They are set to be the number one overall seed. I think that Alabama will beat Florida in the SEC championship game. I certainly think that they will beat Arkansas this weekend and they will get to 10-0. and And I think when they beat Arkansas this weekend on Saturday, I think Alabama will be the first team to effectively punch their ticket to the college football playoff. But also, if you watch the Chiefs win against the Broncos again, the Chiefs are now 20-1. and That is 20 wins and one loss in their last 21. As long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy, and or doesn't test positive for COVID, I don't see how the Chiefs are going to get beaten in the playoffs because I think they are going to flip the switch and they are going to take their overall caliber of play to a different level. I think if you look around in the AFC, the Chiefs are going to be a fairly substantial favorite against everyone out there. And maybe if they get to the Super Bowl, there are teams like the Saints that have such a good defense that they could give Patrick Mahomes trouble and maybe everything could go perfect for the Steelers and you could turn him over a couple of times, but I just don't see it as you're looking at right now the NFL playoff picture in the AFC. 
I don't think anybody's going to beat the Chiefs. I think they're going to be back in the Super Bowl. And I, I've said this for a couple of weeks now. I think if you had to predict what the Super Bowl is going to be right now, Chiefs and Saints is by far, to me, the most likely single matchup down in Tampa as you try and sketch out and analyze the entirety of the NFL. Several different, I would say, big stories that came out of the NFL. And and to me, the biggest story is still the NFC West. The Rams go and they find a way to beat the Cardinals, to get to 8-4, and four, and now they have the tie break again over the Seahawks, who lost a game as double-digit favorites that I don't think anybody anticipated they were going to lose. And so as you start to look at the NFL playoff picture right now, I've been arguing this for a long time, and I don't think it's gotten as much attention as it should, but the best matchup you can probably get in the NFL playoffs right now is if you are fortunate enough to be a wild card team, I think getting to be matched up against the NFC East team is going to be by far the biggest spread that we're going to see. But Giants are starting to play pretty well. And if you go back and look at what the Giants have done the past several weeks, first of all, they've won several close games, right? They've won four games in a row now. But if you remember, they could have very easily beaten the Bucs. Remember that two-point conversion? They threw the flag and then they picked it up. Uh, they probably, arguably, should have beaten the uh, the Eagles on that Thursday night football game. They've played a lot of close games. They really probably should have beaten the Cowboys. You kind of run through the Giants' schedule. Remember they gave away a game against the Bears? There are a lot of games you go back and you look at and you say, okay, hey, they could have won that game. And now you come down the stretch run of the season, and I still have no idea who's going to win the NFC East, but you can at least start to look at the playoff picture and think, okay, what's going on, right? Like, how are these uh, how are these teams going to all break out? And in fact, I'll start here in the AFC. If the season were ending today, we got two Monday night football games, we got a Tuesday night game, Kansas City, who we just saw win last night against the Broncos, Kansas City would be hosting the Indianapolis Colts. That'd be one wild card game. The Buffalo Bills would be hosting the Miami Dolphins. And certainly that would be the third time those two teams had played. And you would have the Tennessee Titans hosting the Cleveland Browns. So that would be your AFC matchups right now. And just on the outside, looking in, hoping to make the playoffs, the Raiders, uh, the Ravens, and New England, who was given up for dead, has fought its way back to get to 6-6. Six and six. And I think, basically, Anthony Lynn's tenure as the head coach of the Chargers is basically over after that 45 to nothing loss. We'll see when, effectively, the Chargers actually go ahead and pull the Band-Aid off. But that's kind of the AFC playoff picture right now, right? As we get ready for the two Monday night and one Tuesday game. Then you've got the Saints. And by the way, the Steelers would have the bye. The Saints would have the bye right now in the NFC, okay? Uh, Then you've got the Green Bay Packers who would be hosting the Minnesota Vikings. It's a crazy story, right? That the Vikings have gone from, what were they, one and five, I think? And have fought their way all the way back to six and six. And that's a pretty incredible setup when you look at where the Vikings were to fight their way all the way back to six and six. Now, they should be able to beat the Bears. The Vikings should. 
They should be able to beat the Lions. We'll see if Aiden Eight's good enough to potentially make the playoffs in the NFC. It remains to be seen. But that would be your uh, first-round wildcard matchup, two versus seven seed. And given the fact that the Vikings went on the road and dominated, right, against the Packers just a few weeks ago in, uh, in, in Green Bay, I don't think you'd have to be nervous about that game very much at all if you're a Vikings fan. I think you'd have to feel pretty good about it. The Rams have surged all the way up to the three seed, and they would be hosting Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That'd be a pretty interesting game, right? And then you would have, talking about that 4-5 matchup, you'd have a rematch of the Giants, although this time Seattle would have to travel all the way across the country to play at New York. And then you've got the Cardinals on the outside looking in. You've got San Francisco 49ers on the outside looking in. By the way, the Bears... How bad have the Bears been? They started 5-1, and one, and I believe they have now lost six games in a row. And it's hard to argue at this point that there's any way at all that Matt Nagy is going to be back, right? I just think it's almost impossible for him to be back next season, given where they are. I think Anthony Lynn is going to be gone. When exactly they're going to make the decision to move on, I'm not certain. But all of those stories are out there, that's the playoff picture. Now, I went and watched, I'm a season ticket holder, the Browns destroy my Titans yesterday in Nashville. Probably the greatest half of football the Browns have ever played, maybe the worst half of football the Titans have ever played. Looked like it might get close in the second half. Adam Humphreys drops what what would have been a first and goal catch, gets picked off. We'll never know whether the Browns, if they had gotten that game, the Titans had down to 13 or so points, whether the Browns might have started to get nervous about having had a 38-7 to lead, and it starts to evaporate there right then and now on them. But I think as you look at the Browns, 9-3 and has to feel phenomenal if you are a Browns fan because it hasn't happened since 1994. And 1994, I am told, was a long time ago, although it doesn't seem that long ago to me. But that's pretty wild to think about how long it has been since the Browns have been in a position where they are sitting in as good and as strong of position as they are right now. So to me, we've seen enough football as we come up on 75% of the season And I wonder on some level whether the Browns have a matchup and have a team that could, that could actually win a game in the postseason. And let me explain why I think that might be the case, all right? They have a running game, so they can play in any environment. Really, to me, the Browns comes down to can they keep Baker Mayfield in situations where he doesn't have to win the game for him? He played fabulously yesterday. But I still feel like Baker Mayfield runs too hot and too cold. There's very little consistency to his game. And so I question whether if the running game isn't working and you have to rely entirely on Baker Mayfield, whether he's going to be able to win you a playoff game. But I think if you look at those scenarios I just ran you through, I think there's a decent chance that the Browns are traveling back down to Nashville, and that's going to be your matchup in uh, in the wild card round. Titans might get to host a home playoff game, although Titans have to beat the Jags, and then they certainly have to beat the Lions. 
because then they're going to go on the road against the Packers, and that becomes a really difficult game. But a part of me feels like, and this is how I open the show, that so much of this is like us trying to create drama when we already know how the show ends. And the show ends with Patrick Mahomes hoisting his second Lombardi trophy because I just feel like the Chiefs, when pretty much every other team has given you at least at some point ample reason to not believe that they are the answer here, that they're not going to be able to consistently play well. The Chiefs are freaking 20-1 and in their last 21 games. Dub, I asked you this last week, but based on what you've seen so far, what do you like more, Chiefs or the field? It's a crazy thing. You should always take the field because there's better value on the other 31 teams and certainly there's better value on the other 13 teams that are going to make the NFL playoffs. But I feel like the Chiefs are on a different level than everybody else. And maybe in a one-game situation, somebody can get lucky, but I just don't see it happening. I'm with you, Connor. It's crazy to even say out loud that I would take one team over the entire field of the NFL. But when you really start to look at it, especially in the AFC, I don't buy that Steelers can hang with the Chiefs. They have no running game. Especially not without with Bud Dupree out. I liked otherwise T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree's ability to get pressure. But now that Bud Dupree's out, you can double-team T.J. Watt. Like you said, they can't run the ball. I just I, I Look, it's always possible that somebody has a couple of tip ball interceptions, that, that there are fumbles, that there's big turnovers, somebody returns a punt. Uh, all of those things can happen. But it seems to me that the Chiefs have the ability to play at a different level than anybody else. I agree. And then when you look across to the other side in the, in the NFC, to me it's two teams. It's Green Bay and it's New Orleans. And of those two, I'd probably say New Orleans, just because the way their defense has been playing in recent weeks – I mean, they're really flying around and making plays. They're holding teams to well below their season average in terms of scoring. But if the Chiefs and Saints played on a neutral field, the Chiefs would be, I would say, at least a four- or five-point favorite. So I'm not going to put my money behind that. So I, I think I'm ready to say it's. I'll take the Chiefs over the entire field. It's crazy. How about the Titans knowing that they have to find a way to beat the Chiefs? And spending 20-plus million dollars on free agent signings, Vic Beasley and Jadavion Clowney, and getting zero sacks out of either of those guys, and now neither of them are still left on the team. Clowney's on IR, basically, and Vic Beasley's been released. Is that one of the all-time... Like, they knew exactly what they needed to do, right? They lost to the Chiefs last year. And they weren't able to get pressure, and they knew they needed to go out and be able to get better at getting pressure with their front four. They spent all that money, and they're going to get zero return for it. Yeah, that's got to be up there in terms of they knew exactly what they needed, exactly like you said, and the production they got was literally zero from yes. the people they signed. Literally zero. That'd be and like for a huge cost. They spent over twenty million dollars on those guys thinking this can be the difference maker. We'll be able to get better pressure. We know we need to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Because I watch the game and I like going in person to a game because you can see the field better. I don't I'm not gonna be the guy like Joel Clatwell who sits around and watches an all twenty two version of the of the film. But when you're sitting up in the stands you can see the field better than you can on television, right? And you can see the pocket better, and you can see what kind of pressure. They never got near Baker Mayfield, with the exception of one corner blitz. They barely even touched him. 
And that's why it's frustrating to be rooting for a team. I think you have to be, you know, sort of wide-eyed and 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 acknowledge what's out there. The Titans have a zero percent chance to win the Super Bowl. They can't get pressure. Like, there's no way you can beat Patrick Mahomes without getting pressure on him, and you can't blitz him because he picks it apart. So you have to be able to get pressure with your front four. The Titans can't do it. Like to me, it's kind of like I, you know, I'd like to see the Titans make the playoffs, but when you know your team can't win a championship it kind of defeats the purpose of feeling that that worked up about making the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like they they just need to pretend they're down 20 or 30 points to start the game because they played a lot better against Cleveland in that actual scenario. Yeah, I think that was by design. I think the Browns knew that the only way they could lose is if they turned the ball over, and they really didn't until the final couple of minutes. All right, when we come back, we'll talk with Lights Out himself, Sean Merriman, about all of these NFL-related issues, and then I'll break down some of the uh, college football playoff scenarios before we get done very much longer as well. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free 
free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter? If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, Sis and more. Play Pick Six from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick Six app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play five bucks and get 50 in Pick Six credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Uh, we bring in Sean Merriman, lights out himself. He's been on the field a lot of times. Sean, I want to start with a game that obviously is not that big in the grand scheme of things right now, but has everybody talking, and that's the way that the Jets game ended against the Raiders. You've been on the field for a lot of snaps of defensive football in your career. Have you ever seen someone send pressure in that situation like uh, happened for uh, the, the the Raiders to have a chance to make that play to Henry Ruggs? No, never. Um, and, you know, I'll say this. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people over the course of time say the teams tank. And I say, look, NFL, maybe some other sports, maybe, but definitely not NFL. There's no such thing as an NFL team tanking for a number one overall draft pick. Today, I questioned that for the first time. Really? Uh, we have we have never seen, I've never seen that ever, where you're up and, you know, it's the end of the game and you call a zero blitz with no safety over top. I've never seen anything like that ever uh, in the history of the game and watching, especially when you're trying to go out there and win. And, you know, you, you heard a few of the players uh, after the game in a press conference say, we could have got a better call. We need some help there. Um, it is really bad over there right now. And, and I, for the first time ever of watching football, I think I've seen the team tanking on purpose uh, in order to get that first round, that first overall draft pick. You ever, you're a smart guy. You, you've called a lot of plays. You've seen a lot of defensive calls. You ever go rogue as a uh, as a defensive player and do something different than the call in in a situation like that? Because or is it so your obligation to run that defense even if you have questions about it? Oh yeah, you run whatever play call. Now don't get me wrong, I have made my own plays. <laughs> yeah, but my coach would tell me uh, Wade Phillips or John Pagano, whoever was the D, D quarter, uh, you know, defensive co- coordinator at the time or linebacker coach. They would tell me if you if you go outside the playbook, you better make the play. Right. That was if you freelance, for lack of a better term, like you better be a, you, like your responsibility. You still got to take it. Oh yeah, absolutely. They call it a play. You run it, no matter what that situation is. Now, if you go up under a play or come 
uh, on a stunt and a blitz because you see a, a, a tackle kicking out too far. Yeah, you can go and get creative, but 98% of the time, you know, 99% of the time, you run whatever play is called. And for Greg Williams to put that team uh, – and look, I can't necessarily blame it on Greg Williams. Um, I don't think he's a bad defensive coordinator. I think he's in a bad organization. I think he's on a, a, a bad defense. Um, and who knows if that play call came from him. I mean, if, there might be bigger powers that, uh, that said, hey, this is the play call we're going to make. We're going to lose this game, right? And maybe it didn't come down directly like that, but I can't see somebody ex- experienced as Greg Williams play call, make a play call like that ever. It just doesn't happen. It never happens. You know, you know, what's interesting is you talked about this to start, and, and you've heard a lot of football players say it, say it over the years, and I think a lot of fans don't really understand it when it's said. And that is this, which is it, you can't really tank and play football, right? Like you can have guys that aren't as good as the other team, but it's so physical and you have to commit so much of your mind and body to play that it's really impossible, unlike, you know, let's say in the in basketball or, or somewhere else, it's really impossible to do that, right? It's next to impossible because it's 11 men on the field. So in order to tank, and this is why I always say that when you're talking about the NFL and football, why it's impossible for people to tank. You still have 10 other guys. So say, for example, they were in a right play call. They were more in a, uh, a prevent-style defense or some kind of cover for or three, where you keep everything in front of you. Now, if a quarterback bobbles the ball and he misses the play and the wide receiver still catches it, then you got a safety right there that uh, they can make a tackle and end the play. And game over, you still win. But to have no one back there over top, that was a play call. That was nothing to do with the players. Yeah, you want to go have a guy matched up man-on-man and hope that he goes out and present, uh, prevent something from uh, wide receiver from catching it. But to have no help over top, that is coming from the coach. That is coming from the organization. And sometimes the cornerback is going to get beat. But you still should, in that particular situation, you still should have somebody over top. We're talking to Sean Merriman, Lights Out Podcast on the iHeart Podcast Network. Let's go into what's going on in the NFC West. It's like every single week something different happens in terms of the expected uh, leader of the division. And the Giants got an absolutely massive win that I don't think anybody anticipated against the Seahawks. What's going on with the Seahawks in that larger context? And who do you like to come out of the NFC West with four games to go? Well, for one, Russell Wilson has done a couple things uncharacteristic in him not taking care of the ball. And I'm not talking about the uh, bobble pass from Carson that ended into an interception. But, you know, third and long situations when you can throw the ball out of bounds and live to fight another day, you take the sack. And, you know, he's not taking care of the football right now. But also, I don't think they were prepared to see Colt McCord. You know, there's, you know you're talking about two different style of players. And for whatever reason, uh, they played up to the Seahawks level. Or if you want to look at the other way, the Seahawks played down to the Giants level. And, yeah. and that's what happens. And we just – I don't understand that how they can come – from week to week and, and play great against better teams. And then you come and face a team like the Giants who are not really a great football team at all, and then you, you stink it up. So 
you know, I think that they need to have the same level of uh, confidence, the same mindset going from week to week, no matter who they're playing, because it seems like when they play the teams that aren't as good as they are, they play down to their level. We're talking to Sean Merriman. As you work through, so the, the race in the NFC West is going to be super interesting, and the, the Rams right now are in the lead there. And also, the race in the AFC South seems like it's going to be interesting. And for the first time since 1994, I believe it is, the Browns are 9-3. and three. I was at this game. I went and watched it in, in person, unfortunately, as a Titans fan. It was 38-7 to seven at the half. The Titans got absolutely obliterated. Uh, how good are the Browns? Was this one of those games where you just kind of toss it out and say, this isn't really representative of what would typically happen because these teams could end up playing in the postseason if they both get there? Uh, or is it something more significant at play based on what happened in that Browns-Titans game? Well, you know, there's, you had, I believe that both of their records were 8-3. Uh, That's right. Coming into this game. But you see one 8-3 team going upwards, and you kind of see the other 8-3 team going downwards. And right now is when you want to play your, your best football. November, December, going into the playoffs, when you want to pick up, you're playing your best football. And it seems that the last three or four games, the Titans are going the other way. And the Browns are, you know, hitting that hot streak going into the playoffs. And that's the way – that those are the, the, the best teams when they, when they come down to it. Uh, you know, Titans started the season off great. I mean, these guys look unstoppable running the ball and uh, A.J. Brown, these guys, and Davis catching the ball. I mean, you know, get, they're getting after people on the defense side of the ball. And the last three or four weeks, you just haven't seen that. So, you know, you get closer and closer to the playoffs and the teams are playing well are really going to start to show around this time. November, December – will tell you a lot about what a team's going to do in the playoffs. I th- what did you think? I, I know it's been several days since this game happened, and we had the you know game take place on a, I think it was a, what, a Wednesday, right? The crazy Wednesday game. But when you look at the Steelers, are the Steelers a team that you would be afraid of or because they've played so many close games? I think they've won six by seven or less. Or are you going to look at it and say, we can beat this team? Like the Steelers, I know they're eleven and zero. They may well finish fifteen and one, fourteen and two, sixteen and zero. But it doesn't feel like they have the same aura of invincibility that typically teams with that kind of record have. Well, you know, it's uh, it's funny because I said uh, last what a few weeks ago that this is the most balanced team in football. Like they don't do one particular thing extremely well. They do a lot of things across the board well. Right, it's, you know, not you know, they're not a, a running attack team. They don't have a great, you know, they do everything across the board well. And those are the teams that are scary because when you go in and start game planning, you start to stack up against whatever they do well. You want to stop that, right? So when you can't do that, and they have so many different ways to hurt you. And T.J. Watt, these guys getting after you was a, I know what a, a Bud Dupree went down with that ACL. That's going to hurt him a little bit. But they're still so well, they're well coached and they're well balanced. So when you're trying to figure a team out like that, it's like okay, we got to go in and really play these guys well because there's not one thing they do great. Plus, you know they know how to win football games at the end. The the good teams, it don't matter if you win by one point, six point, seven points. It doesn't matter. A win is a win, and they found a way to close games out. So that's championship football. That's that's what you're going to need when a game gets tight when you get deep into those playoffs. You've got so much money invested in Carson Wentz still if you are the Eagles. Jalen Hurts came in. We'll see what ends up happening with him going forward. 
But as you look at Jalen Hurts and you look at Carson Wentz, what do the Eagles have to do? I mean, given how much money they have invested in Carson Wentz, but also given that they took Jalen Hurts in the second round, what what should they be doing? Well, you move, you move them while you still can. Um, and if you bench him permanently and already show that you're moving on from him, then his trade value and to be able to move him becomes less. So do it right now, or, or as soon as you can. You know, past trade deadline already, but do it as soon as you can. Why there's still a good market for him? Maybe you can get a third or fourth round pick, uh, you know, for Carson Wentz. Because look, at the end of the day, you've already made your decision. You made your decision when you drafted Hurts. You don't draft a guy in the second round after you have a quarterback you just paid if you're not planning to move on at some point, right? That just doesn't. That just don't happen. I mean, we've seen it with Aaron Rodgers. You know, even Aaron Rodgers is playing a MVP count uh, level football. You know, at the end of the day, they still drafted a guy to come in and play. Whether it's a year, two years, they got a guy that's ready to go. So look, make that move, get something for Carson Wentz now, and just move on. I mean, you, you've already kind of made that decision anyway. What happened to your Chargers? We're talking to Sean Merriman. I mean, that was a beatdown of epic proportions that Bill Belichick, the Patriots, put on. What's the story there? I mean, the, the the Chargers had a tough loss against the Bills. Are they done in your mind? Yeah, and it's unfortunate. I think now is the time to make changes. And, you know, I never want to call out a, guy, a, a coach or anybody in the staff to get fired because I've, I've never done that and I never will. But at some point in time, you got to look at what you have, right? You got a young quarterback that's playing outstanding, so he has – an infinite amount of, of ability of where he's going with his career. You have a, uh, the, in me and my p- opinion, three of the best wide receivers in the court in NFL. You got uh, uh, Hunter Henry, uh, Allen, and Mike Williams, Kevin Allen and Mike Williams. And so you're telling me that with that core right there alone, you can't score a point? I mean, that, that it was pretty embarrassing. I'm sitting there watching. I'm back on Twitter and say. And I'm getting to the point where I just don't have anything to say. And I never <laughs> want to call out a coach. You yeah. never want to point fingers at anybody. But to not score – I mean, this, we're talking about the NFL. This is, these are pros. Did you tell me you couldn't kick a damn field goal? You can't – you get a field goal blocked. You can't even get up. You can't even get up on the board. This is not Madden. This is not a blowout. These are professional athletes. And you can't get into the end zone once. Or you can't kick a field goal. And it's embarrassing. Right now, it just seems to me that the players aren't responding to Anthony Lynn. So they need to find a way to make that situation better and don't ruin what you have because you, you have a damn good team. Look, if you get three or four of those games that you lost within seven points this year, we're talking about a different season. Are you a guy – I know you said you don't like to call for guys' names, uh, guys' jobs, but – does it make sense in the NFL to move on from a coach during the season, or are you a guy that would say, regardless, it makes sense to go ahead and finish the year and then make your decision about who you're going to go get maybe to uh, maybe to replace him? I mean, in, in other words, when things are really going bad, like the Jets basically have decided they're going to stick with Adam Gase and make him wear all of these losses, it seems – and then move on at the end of the year. The Chargers may stick with Anthony Lynn for the rest of the year, but then you see a guy like Dan Quinn uh, get forced out in Atlanta, and they go ahead and turn the page. What to you makes sense? Well, well in my opinion, you make that move now. Um, yeah. Because anytime you, you have a game like that, uh, the win is knocked out of a team. 
I mean, yeah. the, when you get back into the locker room, I mean, it looks like a funeral home. And guys are just, their hands are down, they're moping, it's just not a good atmosphere. So the only way to get fresh life in there and the first breath of air is to make decisions now to show the, you know, the, the players, show the fans and everybody around the organization that things need to change. And we need to start at the top, and then we need to trickle down and start making some decisions. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying whatever, you know, the fire ants in the land. I'm not saying that at all. I, I would never call for a guy to, uh, to be fired, to a coach to be fired, because it's not fun. But at the same time, you're in a performance business, and you're not performing, so you have to expect uh, these type of things to go down this way. Sean Merriman, he's in the Lights Out podcast. Go check it out in the iHeart Podcast Network. I appreciate you giving us the time, my man. We look forward to talking to you next week. You got it. Thanks, Adam. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. (laughs) 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We were decorating the Christmas tree in my house uh, last night. Had the kids running around, putting up the ornaments. Everybody's getting excited about uh, the Christmas season. And we're just a couple weeks away from Christmas week. And so usually, I've been saying this for a long time, when I first started doing radio, I would always say, this is crazy. Every December, the highest rated radio uh, anywhere is Christmas music. Like any marketplace out there, there are a lot of people driving around in their car that just want to listen to Christmas music. Because I used to say, like, why don't we just take off December? And just play Christmas music. And like everybody just gets to chill. Nobody has to go to work. And uh, and we'll just dominate instead of leaving whoever wants to play Christmas music the opportunity to dominate in the ratings. But there you go. We are playing our own version of Christmas music as we roll uh, through the program here. And you will hear a lot of Fox Sports Radio Christmas music going forward. And the biggest present under the tree in all of the NFL, to me by far, is going to be Trevor Lawrence. And yet, on Sunday, you had the Jags going into overtime against the Vikings, and you had the Raiders about to choke going up against the Jets if they don't play that zero coverage, and if Henry Ruggs doesn't run right by the defensive back and give Derek Carr an opportunity to make a play there, then both of those teams are jostling going back and forth over who gets the right to draft Trevor Lawrence. And this is one of the big challenges. You just heard me talk about this with Sean Merriman. In a lot of sports, we typically do this and talk about it a lot in the NBA because tanking in the NBA is relatively easy. It's why they had to institute the draft lottery because if you know there's a stud who everybody wants to take as the number one overall pick, well, the last 15 or 20 games of an NBA season, you can tank by just trotting out bad lineups, right? But that's really not very easy to do in the NFL. And so nobody wants to lose. Everybody knows the eye in the sky doesn't lie, right? There's constantly film of whatever you're putting out there. And everybody is trying to do whatever they can to guarantee themselves another contract, whether it's a coach, whether it's a player. And it's so hard to tank because nobody wants to intentionally lose in the NFL. But simultaneously, now maybe Justin Fields is going to be a great NFL quarterback too because it seems pretty clear that those are going to be the first two guys off the board. But simultaneously, it's so ridiculous to watch your team play down the stretch and be rooting against them because you want to be able to climb up in the overall draft order and because you believe Trevor Lawrence is just that good of a can't-miss prospect. And that if you get him, whether you're Jacksonville or whether you're the Jets, assuming he's willing to sign with you and assuming he doesn't pull a John Elway or an Eli Manning and say, I refuse to play for this individual particular team, then all of a sudden, one season of awfulness is flipped on its head overnight. And the fact that you had so much futility for an entire season 
I guarantee you there were Jets fans jumping for joy when the Raiders hit that touchdown pass. And I guarantee you as well, there were a lot of people out there who were Jacksonville fans that are saying like, man, why does this team keep playing so hard for Doug Marone? I'll tell you as a Titans fan, I would love if the Jags would not show up at all next week and just go ahead and give us an easy win because we need it. But I think they're trying to win. And, and so I don't really buy into the idea that you can tank very easily in the NFL. Now, if you've got a good starting quarterback and late in the season you decide that guy's got a nagging foot injury or ankle injury or something, you don't play him, that would be basically as close as you can get to intentionally tanking. But Sam Darnold, I thought, played pretty well. It doesn't feel like Mike Glennon is infinitely worse than Gardner Minshew and so I think what's likely to happen, barring some form of craziness, is the Jets are probably going to keep their pole position and go up and be able to draft Trevor Lawrence number one overall. And then there's a pretty good chance that Justin Fields is going to end up being the overall number two pick. And we got a bunch of guys that I think could end up being first round picks. Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, Zach Wilson, uh, the kid out of North Dakota State, what's his name, Trevor Lance or something like that, I think, who I haven't watched play a lot. But I know there's an expectation that there's around six guys that could end up being the overall number one uh, uh, pick. Trey Lance, my bad, not Trevor Lance. So what exactly is going to end up happening, we don't know. But I know there are a lot of you out there listening to me right now who are Jets and Jags fans. And you're like, man, I would go ahead and sign the papers to lose out Go 1-15 if I'm a Jags fan. Go 0-16 if I'm a Jets fan just for the guarantee to be able to go get Trevor Lawrence. And so we had a crazy... I mean, Dub, were you watching that? Like, I mean, that was pretty insane the way it went on those early games with both of those teams really being in great shape to win. Yeah, I was... Uh, let's just say I was invested in the, Ra- in the Raiders-Jets game. I had the Raiders yeah. on a teaser. So thank you, uh, thank you to the Jets for that one. But I was watching in the eyes of a Jaguars fan because here you are about to go to overtime. You arguably should have won the game against Minnesota. Yep. And if the Jets would have hold on to one to win their game, it's like, oh, we, we literally just won this game for nothing because yes. the Jaguars hold the, the quote-unquote tiebreak. tiebreaker. Right. So if the Jets finally do end up winning a game and they both, the Jets and Jaguars, have the same record at the end of the year, then the Jags get the number one pick. So I was just watching through the eyes of a Jaguars fan thinking like, oh my God, of course, the one week the Jets win, we're also going to win to screw it all up. Yeah, I, I just think it's a no-brainer that you should want to lose if you're a fan of either of those teams, even within the concept of, oh, you you know, the, to, to, to go full on, uh, who was it uh, back in the day? Was it Dennis Green you play to win the game or was that Herm Edwards? I can't even remember who it was now. That was Herm. Uh, Herm Edwards. You play to win the game? Ah, not really. You win the game by getting the opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. All right. When we come back, start off uh, the beginning of hour two, we will dive into the Chiefs, their game against the Broncos. What do we learn from the Seahawks loss? How about the Browns big win that I watched in person over the Titans? What are our big takeaways? We're also scheduled to be joined in hour three of the Monday edition of the program, as we always are, by Joel Klatt. He will swing by and hang out with us as well. All that's still to come. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 